Tonight on Behind the Bowtie, we have Dan Greider from the Great Bear Ski Resort. Dan, thanks again for being on. Greatly appreciate you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. My gosh, I really think Great Bear is such a unique hidden gem in our community. And like when I got to ask you to be part of this, I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to have you kind of explain what does the ski resort have to offer for people during the summer and during the winter. Yeah, that, that's a real you know neat thing about it is a lot of people think we're just a winter resort, right? A winter park, mm-hmm. and that is certainly not the case. You know, we have uh, a great ninety-day ski season, mm-hmm. but there's still a lot of days uh, that you can use a park out there. And really, since COVID, when people started getting outside more, the park is busier and busier with hikers, daycares, runners, people just working out, running up and down the hills. Uh, it's pretty cool to see. And and I think like hiking i think with the community growing and you're having some people transplant here from other places mm-hmm. they they love the hiking trails and just kind of enjoying nature and getting their workouts in so. yeah absolutely uh you know great bear is the largest park in the city uh, park department uh, we're 220 acres and we really only use about 25 acres of that for the winter season Mm-hmm. Uh, all the rest, there's an archery range up on the, the north end of the park. Okay. And there's six kilometers of trails that just wind up and down the hills through the forest. Um, you know, there's all sorts of wildlife out there. You know, once you make that turn into the parking lot, everything just kind of goes quiet. And it's just beautiful. And I think if you're an outdoorsman, y- you just enjoy nature and the quiet. And I think that's what um, it it takes to live in the midwest and everything so i i you're just free nothing could bother you right right you know when when we first started uh did our first expansion back in the uh in the uh, late 90s one of the guys that was on our expansion board uh commented that it was his vision to turn great bear recreation park into uh the central park of sioux falls Mm -hmm. you know like central park in new york yeah and it's kind of like, I mean, you can get lost in there and, and it's so quiet. It's beautiful. Can you share kind of the offerings that the ski resort has for sure. everyone? Sure. Uh, well, of course, in the winter, you know, skiing, snowboarding, mm-hmm. tubing, uh, cross-country skiing is very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you get into the off-season or the off-winter season, and then we're doing weddings and we're hosting receptions and picnics and company picnics and birthdays, class reunions. Um you know, corporate outings. Uh, just uh, recently here, we did a big Make-A-Wish event. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're very active. Um, we don't obviously, we're not as busy as we are in the winter, but the park gets used now 12 months out of the year. And I think that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to mm-hmm. connect with you, just with like local television and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Great Bear does a lot for the community and nonprofits. And can you share just what a few of those yeah, or yeah. who who you guys have partnered up with in the past? You know, we work with um, a lot of different of the nonprofits down. Uh, the Sioux Falls Area Humane Society is one of our favorites. We love working with them. Uh, but we do events. Uh, you know, in the winter, we'll, every Sunday we'll have a race, some sort of a snowboard race or a ski race or something like that. And what we do every Sunday is 100% of the entry fees will go to a various charity in town. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, Parkinson's. Um, Make a wish, mm-hmm. uh, the Humane Society, uh, NAMI, um, you know, Boys and Girls Club. Uh, so we really, we really pride ourselves in giving back as much as we can. Um, 
you know, the city has been very good to us. We, you know, we are a partner with the city of Sioux Falls and the Parks Department. Yeah. And they, although we don't receive any subsidies or anything like that, um, when we do major projects, they're involved. And I think uh, us giving back to the community is a thank you. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's pretty neat that you partner with those organizations mm -hmm. to get back to the community. Um, would, can, can you share a little bit just what the recent um, event that you guys did for a gal that used to work uh, at the Great Bear? That, that really caught my heart when yeah. I saw that and heard about that and uh, the car show. I thought that was pretty remarkable. Yeah, it was, it was a real special day. Um, Roxy Johnson uh, was our food service manager. Mm -hmm. um, she had worked for us for geez, 15 years, something yeah. like that. It's been a long, long time. Uh, probably the most caring, giving person I've ever met in my life. Um, uh, she didn't have an easy life growing up. You know, she was the epitome of, you know, life doesn't define who you are, it reveals who you are. Mm -hmm. And uh, her husband, Bill, passed away uh, 12, 13 years ago. And herself, uh, Roxy wanted to do something in his honor. And another one of the gals that worked for us, Lucy Welbeg, uh, they got to talking, and they came up with this make-a-wish idea. And it's kind of funny. I remember the first one they did, and, and the, uh, the event is called Angels with a Dream. Mm -hmm. uh, it's made up of a car show, silent auction, and that, that's how it started. And all they wanted to do that first year was raise $700. That's all they wanted to do. They made 5000 Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Good um, for them. That's amazing. Yeah, and over the years, it just continued to grow yep. and grow. And prior to this year's event, they had raised over $170,000, granted 17 wishes, um, and it, it was rolling. Uh, it's a lot of work, we found out. Um, and then, unfortunately, last November, uh, Roxy passed away, uh, very unexpected. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, you know, we decided, what are we going to do with angels? You know, I mean, obviously, she was messed up, missed at the, at the ski area, mm -hmm. but... You know, what are we going to do with Angel? And so Lucy and Roxy's sister, Jamie, said, you know what? We're going to do one more, and it's going to be epic. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you what. Um, we raised somewhere over $35,000. We had 130 cars in the, in the car show. Uh, the weather was perfect. Uh, the line for the food grill uh, was constant for three hours. Uh, it was just a fabulous, fabulous uh, event. Um, I think Roxy uh, is smiling down on us. Oh, I bet she is, yeah. You know, um, Absolutely. And when the event was over, it was emotional. There's no mm -hmm. doubt about it. Yeah. Um, you know, she and I were dear friends, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, you have to go on, but, you know, she might not be here, but she'll always be part of the family. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for that's sure. Yeah, thank you for sharing <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, when I when I heard about that and everything, I was like, that that's pretty remarkable. I'm just seeing the lives and the wishes that they impacted. So, um, your your story is kind of <laughs> unique, <laughs> I, I think, on getting partnered up with with the ski resort and everything. Um, can you share on how that all be became? Yeah, yeah it's it's a great story. Um, you know, I grew up skiing there in the mid '70s. That's where I learned to ski. Um, it became a passion of mine. Um, I went to uh, Montana State University for my first year of college. Okay. Uh, probably skied too much. <laughs> There's a lot of mountains <laughs> yeah, up there. Why, why wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, 
you know, I came back, uh, went to school at Augustana, and in the meantime, uh, my family started uh, what was called the sub shops. And at one point, we had 10 locations in town, and we, we branched out from just selling sandwiches uh, to uh, operating diners and catering. But we also did some concession work for the parks department. Um, our first location was we did the Elmwood Golf Course concession mm -hmm. uh, in 1987. Okay. Uh, two years later, uh, we were involved in the zoo, and we did the concession work there. And so uh, at that time, um, we knew the guys that owned Great Bear. It was privately owned back then. Mm -hmm. And they had come to us and said, hey, are you guys interested in running the concession here? And, you know, my dad, you know, kind of looked at the numbers and said, ah, no, you know, we got a lot going on, you know, not going to work. Um, in 1990, 91, uh, we sold the sub shops. And I bought a couple of the stores, and um, I'm doing my thing, <laughs> you know, uh, right. slinging sandwiches. <laughs> and uh, I got a phone call one day from the parks department, and they said, hey, would you be interested in um, looking at our concession operation out here at Great Bear? And I always had a thing for Great Bear, and I said, well, yeah, I'm a business guy. I'm not going to turn down the, an opportunity to look at it. Mm -hmm. And so I look at the numbers, and um, I, I say to my dad, I called him up and said, hey, this great bear thing's coming around again. And he, he shakes his head. He says, Danny, you know, we, we looked at that. <laughs> you, you can't make any money out there. And I said, Dad, I'm looking at the numbers. And there's stuff going out the back door. You know, stuff's not getting paid for. Um, I think I can do this. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'd gotten married in 89, uh, had a, or 87, excuse me, um, had just had our, our first son, our first child. And... Um, I really don't have a whole lot of money in my pocket. I bid this deal. I get it. Um, okay, now what are you going to do? This <laughs> is a little tiny kitchen. And so I took the last 300 bucks I had, and I went down to Sioux City and bought a countertop sandwich cooler. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to sell you know, sandwiches out here. Right. And, uh, okay, so here we go. And what happens that first year? It snows. Fantastic year. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, I had like a three-year contract, and they said, well, hey, you know, we have now formed this partnership with the city of Sioux Falls. So there was the former owners of Great Bear, which was called Ski Sioux Falls at the time. Okay. And the Parks Department, because Great Bear has always been parkland. Um, it used to be the, the city's sand mining operation back when I was a kid. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's some history there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's something else. Because really, that's what that the, the park in the area is what's called a Los Mountain Range. It's all glacial till. From the Wisconsin era uh, oh, glacier, sure. and that's what's you know carved out all the lakes and all that, and mm -hmm. this is about as far as the glacier got. Okay, we left all the material here. So, anyways, um, uh, what the idea was for Ski Sioux Falls was to kind of show the city how to run this operation, and after a couple of years, just turn it over to them. And uh, I'm out there now, and they said, "Hey, since you're here, would you mind just managing the entire operation?" And I said, "Sure, whatever. You know, I like to ski and." Well, after three or four years, this partnership actually kind of you know, got some traction. Mm -hmm. And we worked well together. And so we said, you know what? Let's take a, uh, a try at expanding the area. Um, and so we started raising money in 1997. Um, uh, the Great Bear people raised a million and a half dollars. The city matched it. Okay. And what we did was we built the terrain park area. We built the Bunny Hill. And we built the tubing hill and expanded the chalet. 
And I, honest to God, when this was all done, I can remember it was maybe uh, the Christmas season of 1999. We'd gotten open. It was a bluebird day. The place was packed. And I remember saying to the chairman of the board at the time, this place is not big enough. <laughs> and we just <laughs> opened it up. <laughs> You're like, okay, we just built it up the way it is. And yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's not it's, big enough. Yeah, it's small. We need a bigger. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, you know, uh, the, the area continued to grow uh, visits-wise, and that's our big numbers, how many visits do we get. And, um, you know, we had some lean years. We had some good years. Um, I recall um, in the winter of 2010, 2011, uh, there again, we got snow. It was winter. Um, we did 49,500 visits. Whew. It was just crazy. That is crazy. Um, and, uh, you know, that was the high water mark until last year. <laughs> we were going to hit on that because, yeah. man, th this winter in Sioux Falls and surrounding areas, I've never seen it like yeah. this uh, with yeah. all the snow. Yeah, nor have I. I mean, I, I grew up here as a kid. I can yeah. remember the blizzards in the 70s and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I've seen um, – some changes in our weather patterns. Mm -hmm. I've been at Great Bear for 30 years. Um, I've seen the seasons shift a little bit where typically we used to we could count on open around Thanksgiving and we'd close around the 1st of March. Mm -hmm. And what has happened is we're opening later and later into the season, but we're staying open later into the season. Right. Um, so, you know, I've talked to some people in, in the industry and, and you know, I'm not the only one noticing this. I mean, for whatever reason, you call it climate change, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the weather patterns are definitely changing. Um, and so the last couple of years, you know, they've been kind of dry. You know, we're doing 75-day seasons. We used to do 85 days. And then last season hits. And, <laughs> you know, we started making snow in November, which I like doing. Mm -hmm. But we didn't get a nice steady run of cold temps to really get us open. And so we planned an opening December 22nd, and at that time we were in the midst of a just a brutal cold snap. Mm -hmm. And I said to the team, I said, you know what, guys, we may not get snowmaking conditions like this again. Let's just keep making snow. We'll open the tw 26th of, of December. We made a ton of snow. Uh, we were pumping a thousand gallons of water a minute onto the hill for three and a half days. Oh man. Yeah, it's it's Ooh. it was crazy. And uh when we opened on the twenty sixth, we opened with a hundred percent of the area. The entire Tugan Hill, all the ski runs, everything. Weather was perfect. We started getting busy and then throughout the season it snows on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And some of those snows were big. They were big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Um so what ends up happening is we stayed open until April 1st. We've never been, been open in April. We did 67,800 visits. Congratulations. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was unreal. Um, and it went pretty smooth. Um, you know, our management team has been working uh, for years now on, you know, the culture and the experience for the guest and the employee. And everything came together this year. And it was so rewarding. It was so much fun. It was a lot of work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's no I doubt bet it about was. It. Oh, yeah. But um, what a season. <laughs> and I think the cool thing, too, is like you mentioned, is like you got the bunny hill. You, you have the other runs. You got the tubing hill. Mm -hmm. There's something for every every age for, for the family. And, and I think that's what some people kind of forget about, you know. Yeah. You, you got to go out there. 
Now, I always tell folks, being from Colorado, I'm like, I think Gray Bear is underrated. Mm -hmm. I'm like, go check it out. Yeah. yeah. And it's pretty reasonable to take whole family, E, and yeah, experience it. You yeah, know? you know, we're a, we're, we're a typical Midwestern ski area. Yeah. Um, we're an association uh, with about 100 other areas, the Midwest Ski Area Association. And what we do in the Midwest is we teach people how to ski and snowboard. Mm -hmm. You know, and some of us have tubing operations, some don't. But what a great way to get introduced to the sport, you yeah. know, versus going out to Colorado for your first experience. Exactly. The lesson's going to cost you 500 bucks. You know, the rooms are 600 a night. For Lift sure. The tickets, you know, I mean, they're over $200 now. Uh, that's not where I want to learn. <laughs> no, that's, that's crazy. And I know we talked about this yeah. prior and everything. If you're going to learn as an adult or a kiddo, Go to Great Bear or go to a, a small area, get the one-on-one, -on -one, mm -hmm. and then you'll thrive and do well. Yeah. Because some of these hills and everything, oh, my gosh, you, you get crowded, and then you're you're scared to make a mistake. And when you're scared, you, you usually yeah, bad fall things down. Happen. Yeah, bad yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, it, it, it's neat. Um, you know, you know, for me personally, you know, I gained my passion for the sport in the mid-'70s out there. And for me to be able to give something back uh, is very rewarding. Um, I hear stories about uh, families who have kids who are maybe not as confident as they would like to be. Um, and they come out to Great Bear and they learn how to ski or snowboard. Whole new kid. You know, they gain that confidence. Uh, that's pretty neat. That is to neat. To be part of that. That's pretty neat. And you probably hear stories and stories about that over and over again mm -hmm. from families or people that come and visit you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, um, you know, I, I can remember just recently here I was, I was at a local business and I was talking to the manager and she kind of figured out who I was. And she says, I got to tell you a story. My, my, my husband and I were both D1 athletes. And uh, one of our sons, you know, timid, shy, not confident. And we got him out to Great Bear. We got him in the Sunday races. And he started getting trophies. And she said he's a whole new kid. You know, and now he's water skiing, still's got all the trophies <laughs> and everything. You know, so things like that, you know, how you can change a life. And then, you know, some of the cool stuff is the fact that I've been there for 30 years. The number of people I've seen come through, I've mm -hmm. seen them as 10-year-olds, right. high school kids, then college kids, then adults. Then they have kids, bring their kids out. Right. You know, it yeah. just, it's a cycle. It's a cool cycle. And yeah. so it, it's, it's very rewarding. I, I tell my wife, we're expecting our first kiddo here in like a month and a half. I'm like, we, we got to take our son mm -hmm. to Great Bear. Start, start him young. Yeah. And then, man, he'll gradually get better and better and better. And then eventually, hopefully, he's a yeah, pro, right? Well, <laughs> right. You know, we've got, you know, in our senior management team, we've got, uh, uh, you know, Le Lexi Jerstead and Brandon Ricardo. Well, Lexi just uh, had their first little girl, mm -hmm. Aria. Uh, she's just over a year old. Okay. She took her first step at Great Bear, and that was the day that she had taken her first ski lesson. You know, Brandon's got two little girls, mm -hmm. you know, hanging out there all the time. I mean, how cool is that? That, that is cool. <laughs> see, see your kids basically surrounded by that. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you know, my son grew up out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's... Not enough people know enough about Great Bear, um, but if you get an opportunity, come on out, check it out. Um, you know, it's a fun place. What What's the best advice um, that you would give someone that has never been out there, that wants to maybe curious and just 
curious, you and I talking today and all the passion that you're bringing in, you're like, yeah, okay, Great Bear seems interesting to me. Yeah. What, yeah. what should I do? First thing you do is go to our website, greatbearpark.com. It's a great website. It addresses everything that we do from winter to summer to fall to spring. Um, you can find out everything about weddings. You can find out about ski and snowboard lessons, season passes. You can buy gift cards. Um, that's the portal. Um, we've got lots of great video, um, lots of great, you know, hints and tips of what to do and what to expect. Um, and we've, we spent a lot of time developing that because in today's age, you know, everything's on the Internet. Oh, it everything's is. on your phone. Yeah, hundred percent. So uh, that's the best way. And then, if you are curious about skiing and snowboarding, take a lesson. Uh, I've heard so many stories. Yeah, my buddies took me to the top of the hill and left me up there. Mm -hmm. You know, take a lesson. <laughs> you know, take a lesson from a pro. Yeah, so, uh, that's my advice to everyone. And there's just to end with this. Mm -hmm. You guys have so many good things, and with the growth and what last winter has. Mm -hmm expansion talks possibly can can you share kind of what what kind of what is the future of great bear absolutely uh you know we we completed that first expansion in 2000 uh in 2013 you know the wheels were turning again mm -hmm. um and so we did some rough development plans design plans and we kind of let it go a little bit in 2018 we revisited it and it took us a couple years to really get it to the point where We've identified some additional terrain that we can develop. We think we can get a lift in, uh, probably six or seven more runs. That'd be great. Um, we've gotten to the point now where it's been designed. We've got cost numbers on it. Um, so we have approached the Parks Department in the city and said, listen, we would like to you know, redevelop our master plan with you. Mm -hmm. um, the city did a survey a few years ago about what people wanted in their Parks Department. They want outdoor activities. There's not a whole lot of winter outdoor activity opportunities. Agreed. You know? Yeah. Um, so we are, I mean, I met just a couple weeks ago with them. Um, you know, we've got a team put together, and uh, hopefully we can get this put together rather quickly, um, you know, in the next couple years. Uh, of course, the chalet is always an issue. You know, a lot of people go in and out of there, and oh, yeah. uh, we'd love to expand the chalet. Um, that's a big project. That is that a that huge. That is a big project. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, we're doing design plans on that. So our vision is to grow with the city and the community. Um, as Sioux Falls continues to grow and it starts to absorb, you know, tea and Harrisburg mm -hmm. and Brandon, you know, this is getting to be a metro area. Definitely and is. And with everybody moving to town, um, you know, the quality of life is everything, and, and we think we help, uh, help improve that. I think you definitely do. Yeah, when, when people are outdoors, I, I could definitely say for myself and everything, I'm a whole different person. Yeah. You, you, you feel happy. You s the air smells good. You, you feel fresh. And you, you feel re-energized. You just feel part of life. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, get, get the kids off the phones and the yeah. i-boxes or whatever they are and get them outside. And, and, and Great Bear is a great place to do that. It definitely is. I remember, like, growing up, it's just like you played outside no yeah. matter till the – basically street lights came on <laughs> exactly, and then, then yes. you knew you had to go in you're like okay oh it must be like 9 30 or 10 o'clock <laughs> and th those are the best times yeah the best memories yeah you know? yeah you know and and it's granted different kids different generations right. you know i accept that i mean uh, a lot of the kids that work for us are younger kids or high school kids yeah. so you know i've gotten to know these generations and and what they do and what they don't do and what their expectations are and um you know, convincing them that, you know what, there's life beyond the Xbox.
Mm-hmm. You know, and I think we are. I think you guys are too. Oh my gosh. Hey, thanks again for being on the podcast. If you haven't checked out Great Bear, check it out. The hiking, the skiing, the tubing, the Sunday races. Um, it sounds like a blast, and I, I know it is. So appreciate what you're doing and keep keep up the great work. So. Absolutely. Thanks, thanks for having me. It's, oh my it's gosh. great to talk to you. Oh, this is a pleasure, Dan. Thank you. <laughs>